Hello and welcome to another episode of The Adventure Post. I'm Jason Post. And I'm Lacey Post. And this week it is February and we are in our run-up to Valentine's Day. So this week we are going to talk about some good, like, nice romantic getaway locations, right, Lace? So we're going to talk about mm-hmm. some Valentine's Day options, maybe, if you haven't done your plan yet. I mean, it is February. Uh, you only have a couple of weeks, so guys... <laughs> There are guys out there that haven't thought about it yet, so this is your good opportunity to take some notes. We're going to talk about some some couple retreats, some some adult retreats without the kids, uh, some options and stuff, and not just for Valentine's Day, for you know anniversaries or whatever. So this is kind of our romantic episode of the Adventure Post, right, Lace? So what are we going to do? Right. What are we going to talk about? Um, so we're going to give you five romantic destination suggestions, and this is Perfect. just based kind of on our experience. Um, and I'm going to go first this time. Excellent. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just going to sit over here and take my notes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my first destination is going to be Savannah because I just can't be on a podcast about romantic destinations and not mention Savannah. And we did talk about um, the city of Savannah, Georgia back in December when we did a, actually, it was a winter show. We we're talking about trying to get to warmer weather um, yeah, we during the cold months. And we talked about Key West and Savannah. That's right. Um, but Savannah is also a great option if you're looking for a romantic getaway. We actually spent our first wedding anniversary in Savannah. We stayed Aww. at a beautiful bed and breakfast right by Forsyth Park. And if you're not familiar with Savannah or Forsyth Park, um, the park um, makes up about 30 acres at the back of the city's historic district. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very big. And it's one of the prettiest places I've ever been. There's Spanish moss-covered um, trees, flowers. There's a big fountain in the center. And we actually have a painting of that fountain in our living room. That's how much we love that fountain Fountain so much. Um, but we stayed at Forsyth Inn, which is an 1893 Queen Anne Victorian-style bed and breakfast. And it's right at the park. Yeah, It was a great stay, a lot of good service. Um, I think they did the little chocolates on the turndown. <laughs> um, the inn hosts, they host a lot of weddings. They have a little garden area where they'll host... Um, special events and weddings and while we were in savannah for that anniversary we took a horse and carriage ride that's always a nice romantic option got to do the horse and carriage ride yeah i I, later years later i did one with avery when he was a baby (laughs) (laughs) and another mom and her baby so i I must say it was it was a much more pleasant experience with you thanks (laughs) so but we did a horse and carriage ride we toured some old homes we also walked down river street ate some good food Mm-hmm. Of course. That's always your favorite part. Um, but if you want to learn more about Savannah, like I said, we talked about it a lot in our December 15th episode. And the bed and breakfast is a great option there. Um, but also, we talked in that uh, December episode about a new Marriott that just opened. Oh, that's and, right, yeah. Um, that looks amazing. And it's in the new renovated section right by the river. Yeah, the Plant Riverside District. Yes. So that yeah. would be another option for romantic getaway in Savannah. And also, just to mention, um, sometimes they call them sister cities, um, but Charleston, South Carolina, is another great romantic city, very similar to Savannah. You could stay at a beautiful bed and breakfast. They have horse horse and carriage rides, all that kind of thing, but very similar. Um, But definitely Savannah had to be the first thing that I mentioned. Yeah, and and I, knowing, knowing Lacey, I would say any location down there on the Georgia coast, that coastline is kind of right. Uh, in your wheelhouse for romantic destination. I think it's the Spanish moss. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the Spanish moss trees, trees uh, speak to Lacey. But uh, yeah, anywhere down there, St. Simon's Island, I know is one of your favorite places on the planet to go. So, I mean, mm-hmm. anywhere down there where you can take a nice relaxing stroll on the beach. and the There's a lot of history down there, too, which you also love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And Savannah is full of history if you're a history mm-hmm. lover as well. 
But a nice place to get away. Yeah. Yeah. It's very romantic. It's a great place for couples. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm going to go a little bit different direction. So you went kind of south from us toward the the coastline. I'm going up into the mountains um, (laughs) because I like the cooler weather a little bit better. I know for us, when we like to kind of get away, uh, when we can find a weekend uh, that we are able to get away without any of the kids and stuff. My personal choice is to go up to the uh, mountains and in, in, in a cabin. And we have a, a place that we like to go to called Forest Hills Resort. And it is a, it's a area in up in around Del- the Delanaga area. And they've got these really nice rustic cabins out in the wood, but they're not like, you know, rustic, rustic. They're, they're nice, nicely appointed cabins that have everything you need. Cause like we've said in the past, Lacey's not a camper. I'm not mm-hmm. a camper either. This isn't a camping situation. This, this is a very nice secluded cabin in the woods. Uh, these are like cabins with hot tubs where you can relax and, uh, you're secluded. You've got a nice porch that looks out into the nothingness of the woods. So you can literally just sit and breathe. Mm-hmm. And not have to worry about anything else that you've got going. This is like an escape. This is like a vacation escape. So, like I said, we live in the kind of the, the Georgia, metro Atlanta, Georgia area. So, you know, this is just a couple of hours for us to get to mm-hmm. uh, the Delonic area and all of the North Georgia mountains. But no matter where you're at, you probably have some kind of wilderness <laughs> that's within driving distance as you can mm-hmm. go and find one of these these kind of mountain escapes. But Forest Hills is one of my favorite places to go because it's, it's kind of an all-inclusive type deal as well because we mm-hmm. go and we stay in the cabins. Like I said, the cabins that we stay in have a hot tub right there so we can relax, we can chill out. Uh, it, they, they've got like nice flat screen TVs. They have good internet Wi-Fi throughout the resort. So... We can hang out and we can watch movies and things. We can play, we play board games a lot when we go up. We mm-hmm. just kind of hang out and relax and don't really worry about anything in our regular lives. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy the hot tub. And then uh, they've got a dining area that we love going to because this place does some really good cooking. Um, mm-hmm. They have some really good food over in their dining area. And like I said, you can we can get a package that includes breakfast each morning that includes dinner each night i think the one we normally do doesn't have any kind of thing for lunch so you can venture out into delanaga or the surrounding towns and find some of the the good food over there but for the for the romantic getaway side they've actually got a separate um dining area for the secret garden the secret garden is a separate dining area for couples because it's it's a family-friendly resort and they have some bigger kind of uh, cabin areas for families Um, but they do focus a lot on weddings they get a lot of weddings and a lot of uh, adult couples that are coming in for anniversaries and things like that so they've got the secret garden dining area that is separate Uh, so it's all just kind of adults clearly having a nice romantic evening dinner Uh, and the Mm -hmm. food is amazing I mean it's it's basic you know I say basic it's, it's it's meat and vegetables type type food but they take these fresh vegetables and things that they have access to and do amazing things with them. The vegetables are the best thing Absolutely. There. That you wouldn't expect. Really I mean, things that you don't normally think you like to eat. I mean, before kale was a popular thing, you know, we went up there and they had like this sautéed cabbage and kale that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? The, they had like golden beets the last time we went or something like that. That was crazy. I think beets. It's it's beets, right? They had these roasted golden beets that, look, that were almost like yellow... Little yellow potato type things, but they were roasted mm-hmm. really good, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of their food is just really, really well done. You know, they take mm-hmm. the basic things and they they put they take it to another level. So, 
like you mm-hmm. said, <laughs> the food is kind of uh, that's that's where it, it is mm-hmm. for me uh, with the food. So they I like have to, some great entrees too. They now, really do. They just get overshadowed by the vegetables yeah, a lot of the time. They could do better on their desserts. That's the only thing I've yeah. ever thought was kind of lacking. But for me, and I know you love the desserts. For me, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, I'd rather just have more food. I mean, I, I like all the savory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why the last time we went was in Ju- July for our anniversary, right. our last anniversary. <clears throat> and we were a little disappointed because usually in the Secret Garden area, they have a buffet for the couples. So you don't have to pick which vegetables or entrees you want. You can try all those different interesting vegetable choices. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but this time, because of COVID, obviously they did, didn't have that buffet. And you actually had to go over to the family restaurant portion. Yeah. And order your food or go through a like cafeteria style, but they didn't have the same options. It was obviously catered a little bit more to families and kids with more basic things. So the food wasn't quite as good the last time, but we're hoping when things calm down that they'll be able to offer that same level. But I mean, it's good that they're taking measures like all these Mm -hmm. places that we talk about. They're good. They're taking measures to make sure that people are safe, making sure they're doing things in a safe way. Uh, Obviously, food service is a big concern. So when they had to look at that and say, how can we still do it? How can we still serve people and deliver things, you know, and do it safely? So I understand that. Uh, I do want to get back to the old format once, you know, we can. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I loved the way it was laid out before. And we could still sit in the secret garden. We just, you know, they either, they brought the food from the family restaurant or you went over and you got it. And it just wasn't quite the same selection. And they've got options that we haven't really done before because we love that so much. Well, maybe we'll look at next time because they they do they'll bring food to your cabin you know they've got kind mm-hmm. of room service style things as well so they've got one well, like, now we've been during the week where that was the option right. the secret garden was yeah. closed like in the mid- midweek so they would just you order and they Brought would it deliver there. it they've got like pizzas and stuff that they make right there that they'll bring mm-hmm. to you and uh but in the end it's you know it's for it's a it's a true escape vacation you know if you know if you've got like this really hurried busy you know full packed life you know you can't just take a break even on the weekends you know there's things going on so this is one of those where you are literally pulling away from everything you're in the cabin in the woods with Mm -hmm. literally just nothing to do but just hang out with each other Mm -hmm. uh eat some really good food watch some movies play some games i think the my favorite trip we did maybe was when we actually took the the john adams miniseries oh, uh, yeah. from hbo <laughs> we took we had it on on dvd or blu-ray or something so we took the miniseries up there with us and we just binged it over a weekend mm-hmm. and it's a really good it's actually really well done by the way if you haven't seen it uh, i think hbo mm-hmm. did it it was a uh, based on the john adams book but it's a miniseries about john adams really well done uh but we just binged it over the weekend and it was super awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. And there's some really good so. hiking around. <laughs> Just a minute. I know we like to relax, but <laughs> I usually talk him into at least one hike or um, what we, uh, Yeah. I guess we went kayaking last time too, remember? Yeah, so there's some fun things to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I And could, Helen I, is yeah. really close if you want to go walk downtown Plenty Helen. Plenty of options. I could go up there and I could literally just... Sit on, sit on the couch and relax and watch some TV, sit in the hot tub and stare out at the trees and do nothing. And I would be so happy. Lacey wants to do a little bit of something. So, yeah, it's right down the street from uh, Amakalola Falls, which is beautiful. Like five minutes. It's an, it's, a, it's an awesome falls, but it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big walk if you go top to bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. Or bottom to top and back. So, but it's right there. And, you know, we normally go into Dahlonega, which is, you know, pretty short drive from the resort as well. And it's a nice, it's a really awesome little downtown area with some shops and, and, and more good food. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, just a great, 
getaway location. It's, it's not, like I said, it's a family-friendly resort. I'm not willing to take the kids there. <laughs> That's ours. <laughs> the kids they don't go there. They have been to lunch there. They've been to lunch there, yeah. Right. Did, was, we did their Easter. We did a family thing for Easter, yeah. yeah. They do a Sunday brunch every week. And I think we went up, yeah, for Easter. And we mm-hmm. went up for Sunday brunch, I think, once, even too. Yeah, we um, did. So, because the food is just so good. So, they've been there mm-hmm. for those things, but they haven't been, like, to the cabins that we love so much. That's yeah. that's our, our place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's my choice. Like I said, that's near us. That's in, that's in the Dahlonic area. But, again, wherever you guys are, are at, there's there's some kind of cabin you know, escape into the woods within driving distance of you probably. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a great option for me if I'm looking for a nice just me and you escape. Yeah. Okay, so um, I know we're talking, we're kind of gearing up for Valentine's Day, but we're sort of sure. looking at our anniversary trip. So Savannah Always. was our first anniversary. Um, Forest Hills we've been to for multiple anniversaries, but this last mm-hmm. one was our 20th anniversary, believe it or not. Wow. So I'm going to go now <laughs> to our seventh anniversary, and that oh, was, wow. we did a Mediterranean cruise for that, and that's always been one of my favorites, of course. Um, <laughs> so I, I know right now that that is not feasible for this Valentine's Day, and who knows at what point in this year it will be feasible, <clears throat> but I would just remember this idea for next year or for later in the year if you have a special anniversary <clears throat> or birthday trip with... Um, with your spouse. Um, but we did the Mediterranean cruise through Royal Caribbean. We flew into Rome. Um, getting there was kind of a nightmare. We'll have to talk about that on another episode. <laughs> um, but once we were there, it, w- it was beautiful. We went to Naples, Italy, Athens, Greece, and Santorini, Greece. And right. my highlights from that cruise would have had to be walking through the Colosseum in Rome and it was funny because oh, I was right. reading Jason or Rick Steve's travel book that told you all about the Colosseum. <laughs> and we turned around and there were other people following us listening to me. So I sort of became an impromptu. You were their tour guide. Tra- <laughs> what? Yeah, that was the funny. Look, the <laughs> look on their face because there was a couple right next to us that was listening to Lacey talk. And then they were looking down. They had a book as well. And, that you know, this was, Lacey had the Rick Steve books. Rick Steve's is like the go-to tour guide mm-hmm. guy. So she was reading all of her Rick Steve's knowledge about the Coliseum. And there's a couple, you know, <laughs> five, six feet away from us, looking down at their book, looking over at Lacey. And eventually they looked at it and said, our book doesn't say any of that. <laughs> <laughs> so they just started listening to me, but that was fun. That was okay. Yeah, the Coliseum's um, really awesome. Yeah, that was, that was one of the highlights. Um, and we still have that picture up right in the hallway from in there. I also enjoyed touring Pompeii. It was sad, but it was also really neat at the yeah. same time. Um, yeah. That's the city that, you know, was just devastated by a volcano right. many, many years ago. But it's it's something to see. Um, yeah. We also got to tour the Parthenon in Athens. And probably the prettiest thing we did was we climbed up to the top um, of the island of Santorini. where There's a little city or Santorini, village right yeah. on top, and it was just gorgeous. I think we ate authentic Greek salad up there yeah, and just did. looked out at the tranquil, beautiful. It was kind of like a turquoise water, I remember. It was awesome. It was just beautiful. Yeah, and Santorini is the one that people would recognize because it's the, the, it, the picture you always see of the really white um, kind of village with the blue dome mm-hmm. tops, the, the really rich blue dome tops. Yeah. That's Santorini. So you see those pictures everywhere. That's mm-hmm. where it is. Yeah, it's yeah, gorgeous. It was and awesome. We bought a little plate, a little souvenir plate of this, the city or village, yeah. and it's hanging in our kitchen still. Yeah. We found that place for lunch, and we, we sat and we did. We ate that, that Greek salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on like this patio. We were right against the edge of the patio looking straight down. You could see the cruise ship down there. We were looking straight down onto the water. 
Um, and you could see when you're up that high, when you look down, you can see that kind of the crescent shape that the island makes, where the, I guess the island, uh, you know, was a, a volcano, you know, collapsed volcano or whatever at one point. So you can kind of see that, that shape mm-hmm. of it. But just sitting there eating lunch, uh, we're sitting there, you know, eating that Greek salad in Santorini, looking with this amazing view. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's an unbeatable memory right there. Mm-hmm. So that was that was probably the prettiest oh, place yeah. that we toured on that, that cruise. Um, and then also we got to eat authentic Italian pizza. Sure, and it was it was delicious. Yeah, every bit as good oh. as you as you would think it would be. So I would love to repeat this cruise for another anniversary. Someday. The cruise part, not the yeah. flight part. Right, not the flight part, <laughs> but the cruise part I would love to repeat. And we've had several friends actually do the same cruise for their anniversary because you can't really beat Italy and Greece for a romantic getaway. No, it was super romantic. It was it was uh, it was a dream, you know, vacation. Once we let ourselves enjoy it. So you said we did this for. We're going to talk a little bit about our story of our our vacation, just a little bit, because uh, getting there, you know, we our we had like delayed flights, and we had uh, that delay caused us to miss our connecting flights. Uh, we were running through airports like you see in the movies, trying to catch flights. We ended up getting changed from you know, whatever we were supposed to be flying onto like Air Kuwait or something at one point to try mm-hmm. to connect over to Rome. And we were supposed to be going um, to Rome and they said the only place we can get you is Paris so from we Chicago. Spent a, we spent a minute in Paris on our romantic trip. We uh, saw the airport. Yeah, we ran through the airport <laughs> trying to get on Air Kuwait uh-huh. and then all of our luggage got lost so we didn't have any of our luggage the entire And we had built in cruise. an extra day for Rome, right? Mm-hmm. So we were planning on having like a whole extra day in Rome but after all of these delays and we finally make it to Rome, uh, we get there and we spend all these hours in the airport trying to find our luggage, which we never did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of killed at least one of our days in, in yeah. Rome. So we had the clothes yeah. we, that we were wearing and whatever we had on our carry-ons. And we, we still got to go around Rome and see some things, but it was in those same clothes. And it was a quicker trip than we yeah, it We was didn't a have more, a lot of time in Rome. But you'd we be need a, to go back there. When Lacey's planning your itinerary, you'd be surprised what all you can see in a day. <laughs> You don't get yeah. to use the restroom, but you, you get to see a lot of stuff. Um, so this was an incredibly romantic week. Uh, we spent it entirely in like two sets of clothes. <laughs> but Royal Caribbean was nice. They did our they laundry great. every night. They did our laundry every night. They let mm-hmm. us go and get, you know, a couple of things. You know, I got some, you know, T-shirts and stuff, some Royal Caribbean T-shirts and some Grease T-shirts and stuff that I wore throughout the week. But, mm-hmm. you know, I had like on my, you know, flip-flops or something that we were wearing. So I'm walking around. Uh, Greece and Santorini and flip-flops. <laughs> and, uh, we, we were up in Santorini, which is beautiful way up there. And we took a, our tour took the bus up, right? And it was the bus that was kind of like winding dangerously going up. Um, coming back down, we had the choice of even ride, either riding the gondolas. They had this little gondola system that'll take you back down. Or you can walk. There's like a nice zigzag staircase that you can walk down, right? Well, we checked out the gondolas and the line was really long. So we decided, you know, we can just walk, right? Um, there were a lot of stairs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a nice winding staircase, but it was a lot of them. Very dusty, too. Dusty. And like I said, mm-hmm. I'm wearing flip-flops <laughs> mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, and there are, like, donkeys and horses or whatever that are that some people are riding up and down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'm wearing flip-flops. And these, you know, animals are, you know, just going. And these this big stair 
you know, walkway. So I'm having to be very careful where I step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was definitely an adventure. It was one we will never forget. Um, but, you know, it, it made for really nice memories, right? Mm-hmm. It uh, did. That we'll yeah. never forget. And it was, in spite of all that, it was one of the most, most nice romantic kind of trips that we've been on. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I mean, it's the Mediterranean, right? Yeah. So... What else? Yeah, I would go again. You would go again? Yeah, I would just it hope w- that we could make I would not do a connecting flight this time, <laughs> and I would hope that everything worked it, much smoother. It took a while for you to get there. The, after that flight, though, you're like, oh, no, that was just horrible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Mediterranean cruise. All right, so what am I going to... Oh, okay, so, well, I know we're talking romantic destinations, right? Romantic trips, anniversary trips. Uh, I know we talk a lot about Universal and Disney, but... I'm going to talk about Disney for a reason because, you know, Disney's not just a family destination. Um, I mean, we're, we're Disney fans and we love Disney, so we would always be happy to go and, and explore Disney um, at any time, just the two of us. But there are some romantic areas of Disney and some more romantic ways to see Disney. So I'm going to talk about Epcot at Disney. Uh, so if you want to do like a Valentine's or anniversary trip, uh, Epcot is probably the most romantic of the Disney parks because of the World Showcase. Mm, I would agree. Yeah, so you have the no- option to make a really romantic, nice trip out of it, uh, especially if you go in during uh, Food and Wine or the Flower and Garden Festival or something like that um, where you, you've got all the different kind of um, you know dining options and extra things. Or the Flower and Garden where they got these beautiful uh, topiaries and different uh, decorations around. But just... You know, if you've ever been to the World Showcase and just kind of wandering from country to country and exploring the different areas, I mean, it's a be- they're beautiful areas, but I mean, uh, you can make a super romantic trip out of that. I mean, you can be in Paris at night, uh, sitting at a cafe, drinking coffee, eating a pastry, mm-hmm. watching fireworks out on the water. I mean... <laughs> That's romance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you, you still get to ride all these Disney rides and, and do all the things you enjoy and love. I mean, the, uh, the in, inside of the pavilion in Mexico, which is inside of that that nighttime feel of that Mexican marketplace, uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. It's really well done. Uh, it would be awesome in my mind to stay at one of the area resorts right there uh, in the boardwalk area. So the boardwalk. Um, resort, uh, yacht and, uh, the beach club and the yacht club. Uh, those are all like in walking distance to that back entrance of, uh, the world showcase. So it'd be a really nice, like romantic weekend to stay one of those, stay in one of those and just walk into Epcot, you know, explore the world showcase, eat some great food, uh, and just spend some time together. Cause the kids don't always like just walking around the world showcase and looking mm-hmm. at all the beautiful stuff and shopping in these different countries. I mean, cause you feel like you're in these different countries, you know, when you're in England and you're there and you're in France and you're there. Uh, so the kids don't always want to do that. They want to go ride the next ride. So it'd be a great opportunity just to wander around holding mm-hmm. hands, <laughs> looking for your next good food and, and, uh, just spending time together. Mm-hmm. So I would love to do that as a, anniversary trip we haven't done that one like that like that before so let's put that on the list now that's probably my favorite area at disney i yeah, mean i do I've love main street epcot. usa and at magic yeah, kingdom but i also though. love yeah. the world showcase yeah and you know like italy and france the pavilions there i mean it feels like you're in france it feels like you're in italy when you're walking through those mm-hmm. areas and stuff it's just beautiful and it's 
you know, it's the closest thing you can get without going overseas, uh, without actually traveling to these places. And frankly, you can do this without having to worry about being quarantined for two weeks coming back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now so this you know we talked last week about hey there's some great opportunities to do some world traveling without actually leaving the united states because that's kind of uh, difficult right now here's your option world mm-hmm. showcase epcot yeah disney okay so our fifth suggestion i'm actually going to go to universal since you went to disney <laughs> that's um, and that's because if you i talked about the mediterranean cruise and going to italy if you can't obviously we none of us can really get there right now not easily um but you can get a taste over it, taste of it over at Universal if you oh, stay right. at Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel. So mm. to me, of all the hotels we've stayed at in Orlando, this is the most romantic. So it is built, and we're still going to do a full episode on it one day. We <laughs> I don't know when, but one day. Um, but it's gonna <laughs> it's it's built to look like the seaside village of um, Portofino, Italy. It has a beautiful, probably the main feature is just this beautiful piazza around kind of a quiet harbor. Yeah. Um, you can get, there's a little gelato shop, so you can get gelato. There's a really good pizza place right there, which they serve kind yeah. of authentic style. Authentic style pizza. Um, Italian pizza. Um, there's also a Starbucks. Not as Italian, but <laughs> you can get you a coffee or a slice of pizza Cappuccino. or gelato, and you can sit out in the piazza, <laughs> and you can look out at the water and the birds. There always seem to be birds around. Um, there's food around. Yeah, right there. <laughs> so it's kind of fun, though, to watch them as they come down over the water. and Beautiful. Walk yeah. around. Um, and then also at night, they have what they call music of the night. Uh-huh. And it takes place at sunset. And it's just where you have these opera singers that come out on one of the overhead balconies. And they just sing to you. And we, I love it. It's, yeah. I can sit out there every night and listen to them. And they do, they do classic opera, but they also do some Italian they standards. And they do some pop songs. They do songs Sinatra. And, yeah, do a lot of Sinatra. Um, so it's, it's, it's one of them. It's one of the best things at Portofino. I just, I love yeah. listening to that. Musica della noche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's very romantic. Um, and then also they, we yeah. love the pool at Portofino. It's probably, probably our favorite, I think. Agreed. Of any that we've been yeah. to. It has yeah. a very sandy uh, beach kind of area around it. But it also, I guess the best feature for us is it's got two large hot tubs. Two. And they're kind Large. of placed back kind of in the garden area, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And they're, so they're kind of private, um, yeah. and they're they're big. And we've spent a lot of time after yeah. a busy day at a park in those hot tubs. And yeah, it's so. just very relaxing, very romantic. Oh, yeah. And so. that's what, yeah, because it, it's hard to, when you're at a, a resort, especially like a Disney or a Universal resort, it's fine to, it's hard to find a romantic moment, just the two of you in a hot tub. Uh, because a lot of the resorts, most of the resorts at Disney and Universal both, the hot tubs are only so big, you know, eight to ten people or something like that is going to fit in there. And if you get eight to ten people in there, you're kind of cramped and crowded, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, even at like the ones that are built, like uh, Coronado Springs is built for conventions. The hot tub there it, it still isn't a huge hot tub. Mm-hmm. But these hot tubs at Portofino are massive. I mean, they're small pools. I mean, you could fit mm-hmm. a whole lot of people in both of them, and there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are. They're kind of ones up up in one corner, kind of beyond the VIP cabanas and stuff. So uh, it is often secluded a little bit, and the other one is up on the other end entirely. Um, but they're these very large. It, it, I think the, the one on the top end has like waterfall kind of coming into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very beautiful. A lot of pretty scenery very while pretty. you're sitting there. Uh, you can sit there and you can hear the fireworks going off in the parks and stuff like that. But yeah, they're they're nice, large. So you you could have, 
you know, six or eight people sitting in this hot tub and you don't feel like you're on top of each other. You can feel, still feel like you're with each other and having a conversation and Mm -hmm. somebody's not sitting right at your back, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) having another conversation. So now I guess I do need to give a disclaimer because last I checked universal had not reopened their hot tubs. No. So this may be something again for in the future. I'm afraid a lot of what we're going to (laughs) say, we have to say maybe in the future. I mean, the cabin in Savannah, you can go to now. Absolutely. And and you can go to Epcot, but yeah, the definitely Portofino, but the hot tubs, you know, are probably closed. They're probably still closed. I haven't checked on them. Yeah, that's since not, before Christmas. They, they but. are, but and and we're talking about this as a lead up to, to Valentine's Day. But uh, in reality, you know, it's not something you can book for this Valentine's Day because we're like two weeks out. Mm-hmm. So this is something. Hey, maybe if you're planning for next year's Valentine's Day, planning mm-hmm. a nice uh, getaway though, this would be an option. Hopefully by then, you know, we're moving forward with hope and positivity. <laughs> that all of this is going to be feasible in the future so yes maybe next valentine's day or maybe just for an anniversary our anniversary falls right in the middle of the summer maybe by middle of july this will be you know all open back up Mm -hmm. again so yeah take it all and 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 plan for the future that's what we're you know you know we're talking about all the options but yeah knowing that these are all great options to plan for you know when you're planning for the future Mm -hmm. because we don't know what's going to happen no so Okay. okay. So you want to give some That's quotes? Portofino. All right. So that was your last one. All right. So yeah. Let's. So let's. That was it. Let's talk about that, shall we? So, um, since we are we're talking Valentine's Day, I did pull some pricing options, uh, and I I tried to pull some for Valentine's Day coming up. You know, if if there are some guys out there who have not thought about it and thought, you know what, hey, let's just uh, plan a quick trip. Uh, it's going to be hard because I didn't find a whole lot of availability on some of the things we we talked about. They might need to check on the cabin option. The cabin option is probably good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, if you're in the area, uh, Forest Hills Mountain Resort is amazing. Um, that's a great option. So let me see what I pulled. Um, let's talk farther out right now. Let's start off with the one that's not really going to be even feasible as a Valentine option. And that's the cruise we talked about. Because uh, cruises aren't sailing yet. We talked about that in a couple episodes back. Uh, if you want to see where the current state of the cruising industry is you can go listen to our our, our couple of episodes back uh, and we talked about where they are and currently they're not sailing they don't know when they're going to sail so based on that i did pull up a cruise very similar to what we talked about the one we took for the mediterranean and i pulled some dates in the middle of july where our anniversary might be okay um you know just in case um and they're really not that bad so uh the one i pulled was a, a seven day cruise on the Odyssey of the Seas. This is Royal Caribbean, by the way. I pulled for Royal Caribbean. This is kind of my go-to uh, cruise provider. Um, and it's the one that we were on for this vacation. Um, and the itinerary, itinerary is very similar, but it's it's kind of different. Um, they've changed some of the ports that they stop at. I don't think uh, Athens is one of the, the stops oh, right now. Okay. Um, I think they still go to Santorini. You still start off in Rome uh, or... Uh, um, <laughs> you still start off in Rome, or uh, Civitavecchia, <laughs> I guess it's the old name that they call it by. Uh, you do a cruising day. Well, that's the port, I think. Yeah, that's it's the port right of Civitavecchia. Yeah. Uh, you do uh, Santorini, Greece. Uh, you go to Ephesus. It's one of their stops now. That would be neat. Which, I th- yeah, I think that was mm-hmm. one of the other ones we would have liked to have done. Uh, so Ephesus is... Um, this was one of the major imperial Roman uh, imperial capitals at one point, so there's a lot of really great old ruins and stuff to explore there. But it wasn't part of where we did. Uh, Mykonos, 
is now a stop on this one, which is in Greece. So this probably replaces the Athens stop. Um, so you get okay. you get your Greece stop there and Mykonos, and they still go to Naples. So that's where um, we did the you know the the tour of uh, Pompeii, Pompeii, and everything. Mm-hmm. So which was really cool. And then it comes it wraps back around into Sidovicia and departing out of Rome. So it's it's very similar. That's the closest itinerary they have to the one that we did, okay. um, which is really nice. Um, it still would be an awesome Mediterranean trip. So for the two of us, um, they they are running like a second guess. 60% off right now. So for the two of us, we could do that seven-day cruise for 25, 55, 25, 52, 42. So about $2,500, mm-hmm. $2,600. The two of us could mm-hmm. uh, spend a week in the Mediterranean. It's a lot cheaper when you're not taking the kids. It is. And that's mm-hmm. what—that's the thing about, you know, when you hear Mediterranean cruise, oh, that sounds so expensive. You know what? Really? A Mediterranean cruise itself doesn't really cost more than a Caribbean cruise or somewhere like that. Uh, the problem is that's twenty five hundred dollars. We still got to get to Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so when you add air airfare on top of that, that's that's when the cruise the those European cruisers really start to add up because the cruises themselves aren't necessarily more expensive just because they're in Europe. It's just now you have to you have to get there on top of it. So mm-hmm. we'd probably be looking at closer to thirty five hundred dollars or something like that, probably for us to fly over there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but again, you know, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime, you know, memory trip that you will absolutely never forget. Mm-hmm. So, um, not a bad option, but you can't really do it right now. So, um, so I, I also looked at some Disney stuff, which is what you pulled, right? What, uh, or that's, that was about? mine. That yeah. was mine. So I pulled some Disney. Uh, I could not pull my dream option, which would be the boardwalk area. There was mm-hmm. nothing available for Valentine's weekend. Hmm. So now to be fair, some of those still aren't open. Okay. Um, some of those are still closed. The boardwalk, the main boardwalk inn, is still closed, not open. Um, some of the villas and stuff are open, but you know there's DVC properties, so they didn't have an avail- availability for Valentine's weekend. But to be fair, that's like two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did pull some options though. So uh, Caribbean Beach, I pulled up an option for a Caribbean Beach resort uh, because this is still a good option because it does have the Skyliner that runs from Caribbean Beach directly over to Epcot. So, And Caribbean Beach is also a very pretty romantic really feeling resort. It's a beachy type place and they have a pretty mm-hmm. pool. They have a really pretty pool and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pulled like a long weekend. I pulled, uh, you know, if you just, it's just the two of you, it's harder to get away from all the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I pulled like a, you know, you check in on a Friday, check in on a Monday. So if you're like driving down, you know, maybe if you're in driving distance, you can leave or work early on a Friday and just take Monday off. Uh, do a Monday, uh, Friday to Monday. So doing Disney Beach Resort, uh, Disney Caribbean Beach Resort with two days of park tickets. Uh, you're looking at about 1764. Okay. So that's one of their moderate resorts. The other option is Pop Century is one of their value resorts. Also has Skyliner access. So it also mm-hmm. you can take the Skyliner directly from there into Epcot. So for your a lot of people getaway. are booking that resort right now. Pop Century is really because popular, of the really popular right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you wanted to do a, a weekend at Pop Century, just the two of us, we could do that one for thirteen seventeen. Mm-hmm. So now uh, that being said, uh, that's our long weekend. You know, in for a penny, in for a pound. If you're gonna do, you know, three nights, might as well just you know kick the kids to the grandparents a couple of more days and do a whole week, right? Uh, <laughs> So if it's thirteen hundred for 
uh, just the weekend, you could really do, you could do five nights and that jumps up to like 1600, which isn't a huge difference. Um, if you, and that's still just two days in the park, they've got there buy three days, get two days free. Uh, if you wanted to go that route for about $2,000, you could spend a whole week, the two of us in Disney with five days in the park. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that is a Disney option. Kids would be mad about that. They would be so mad. <laughs> they would not like that. Oh, mm-hmm. they'd be even more mad at this next option because it's universal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, I tried to pull up Portofino. Nothing available. Uh, okay. When I first was looking at it, it was super expensive because Valentine's Day weekend is also President's Day weekend this, mm-hmm. this year. Okay, and that's, Pre- a, that's a major travel Hot spot for both Disney and Universal. Absolutely. So if you're going to do this, uh, there's going to be a lot of people down there with you because mm-hmm. it's President's Day weekend. But just so you're aware of what your options are, uh, like I said, Portofino was booked up and not available. But if you wanted to do a long weekend and stay at the Cabana Bay Beach Resort, which we've mentioned a couple of times too, which is a really, really fun place. That's a really awesome resort as well. We've stayed mm-hmm. there a few times. Um, you could do a nice long weekend again. Friday to Monday for thirteen ninety seven, and stay at the Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Now they've got a they've got a ticket deal going on right now. So if you pay for two days in the park, you actually get four days. Mm-hmm. So you're actually going to have four days in the park. So knowing that, um, I looked at you know again in for a penny and for a pound what it would cost to do a whole week there. Right now, uh, it was only. Let's see, seventy dollars more to go from spending three nights to spending five nights mm, and doing crazy. a whole week, mm-hmm. uh, and and because of the ticket promo, you already have four days of park tickets mm-hmm. by buying two days. So it's not like you're adding that two days of, and then you have to add more park day tickets like over at Disney. Right now, Universal. That's so. I mean, that's for the two of you. That's under fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a whole week. And four days in the park. You know, you mentioned Portofino was booked. Um, but if I was looking at a, another romantic option at Universal, actually Royal Pacific and Sapphire Falls are both very pretty, more romantic feeling Yes, they resorts. were. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you looked at those I two. I did. They're booked. They're booked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were looking for that romantic getaway at Universal and you couldn't do Portofino, those two are also there are very, a lot, yeah. very pretty. There are a lot of options. Um a lot of their and, and some of their stuff is still shut down. Like Aventura is still not open. Aventura might be a cool option just for a couple to go down. You know, that's the kind of the tower, the modern one. That might be a fun one to do. Mm-hmm. But being right on the waterway, yeah, at like uh, Sapphire Falls or Royal, or Royal Pacific to be able to get the water taxi, yeah, that adds another level, which is just awesome about Universal, mm-hmm. which we love. But Sapphire Falls. I don't think they're they're not open and available as well yeah. right oh, now. Oh, yeah, they're still not open. Yeah, they're still not open. Mm-hmm. Rural Pacific was not available. That one is open but not available in all Hard Rock and Port. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, it's it's a big weekend. That Like, again, President's Day weekend. And mm-hmm. they still have limited availability mm-hmm. because of the, you know, the... the, the, the covid and all so they, they're also at a lower capacity mm-hmm. so with the lower capacity and the super busy weekend cabana bay is the the closest one that was available so okay but yeah. you know that's just kind of a, a reference for you so no, just to, just so you know the two of us could spend a week in orlando for about fifteen hundred dollars mm. and the kids would hate us they would <laughs> they really would <laughs> 
So we can move on to travel news now. Oh, yeah. And cool. since we're talking about the World Showcase, um, I thought we would talk about the France Pavilion expansion over at Epcot. Um, so it's getting a new courtyard and a brand new mm-hmm. attraction, if you haven't heard. And it, this is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. That's what's coming. <laughs> um, and I can't wait. But it's a trackless dark ride. Similar in nature to like the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, if Which you've, is awesome. if you've ridden that. Yeah. Um, and this ride already exists in Disneyland Paris. People <clears> that <throat> have been to that park and experienced it absolutely love the attraction. So I'm looking forward to experiencing it here. Of course, yeah. I'd love to go to France and experience it there too. <laughs> sure, but you know, and and you know what? I was going to do that. I was going to take you there for for Valentine's Day uh-huh. to France to experience yeah. it and go to Disneyland. <laughs> Paris and everything, but you know, COVID. <laughs> so, Sorry. Yeah. But they are expanding the France Pavilion, which is one of the best pavilions really in, in the World Showcase. And the exciting thing is, Disney, have, while they haven't given us an exact date, they have promised that the um, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will open in 2021. And okay. they were recently filming in front of it, so everyone's speculating that they're about to release um, a, a commercial yeah. or some kind of promo with an actual opening date. Oh, yeah. So we will be we'll be listening for that, and we'll keep you yeah. updated. Yeah, the the whole ride system of the one in, in France in Paris is supposed to be. That's what they talk about. It's so amazing, uh, and this is supposed to be just like that one. It's supposed to be so good. And we did do the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, which is the same kind of trackless technology. And we were surprised at how awesome that was. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool ride. And it's kind of like, is it 3D or 4D? But you don't have to wear glasses. They call it 3D technology without the glasses, is what okay. they call it. Which it kind of is. It kind of gives mm-hmm. you that kind of three-dimensional feel. Um, you don't have to wear glasses, but it still kind of feels like it's that three-dimensional kind of feel. And so they mm-hmm. do. It's really, it's really well-done technology, and it's hard to describe. Um, but when you experience, experience it, it, it makes sense. Understand? Yeah. yeah. Um, so when do you? When would be your guess as to when Disney would open this? I, I have no idea. I'm like I said. I think we're all hopeful that at least announcements are coming. But at this point, with Disney and everything that's going on, I can't even predict anymore. You know. Uh, we're still mm-hmm. waiting on announcements about fast passes returning, uh, yeah. about possibly dining plans returning. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, either they're kind of holding stuff up to make some major announcements all at once, um, or or they just don't know, you know. Um, I'm going to guess August, just yeah. because maybe by that point, more of the vaccinations will have been done, and they'll feel like more people are ready to return to the parks, and yeah. it'll give them something to look forward to. But who knows? I'm I, at This past year is taught me that you can't really predict anything. <laughs> I th- yeah. So I don't know. That's just a guess, but I could be wrong. I think as soon as they, I mean, it feels, it doesn't seem like they're going to wait to get a response back from vaccines and, and wait for to see how things are going to go. I think as soon as they have a clear mind on when they can feasibly open this ride. So you I, think it'll I be think earlier. Well, I don't, I, I don't know that they'll open it earlier. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to tell us as soon as they can possibly figure it out, okay. um, and it, it, I think they're I think they'll open it as soon as they possibly can because they want people to book a trip. They want people to to, to plan mm-hmm. a vacation to come and experience those rides. And there may be people who are sitting there going, you know what, I'm going to wait until the ride opens up. I'm going to wait until you know the restaurant mm-hmm. over. Um, Epcot opens up the space restaurant or something like that, or you right. got people, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. ride, or there's a Tron. lot of construction going on there's in a Epcot. A lot of stuff supposed to be coming, you know, because for the for the celebration that's supposed to be happening, right? Mm-hmm. 
So that's the other thing. I mean, they've got this big anniversary coming up, and we just don't know enough about it yet. Mm-hmm. So I think as soon they're either waiting to coordinate a massive dump of information, which will cause a rush of craziness and bookings, um, or they just can't quite solidly lock a date down yet because they just don't know. Uh, but I feel like as soon as they know where they're going to they're mm-hmm. put information out there because they want people to start booking. The more they can get people to go ahead and book stuff, the more they can plan and, and mm-hmm. adapt. And I think so. the attraction's almost finished. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I think part of the walkway you can actually go down already. Yeah, they've continued to work on a lot of these things. So things are continuing to progress because uh, they knew they were building toward this big anniversary celebration, which they got to be ready for. Mm-hmm. And they had all of these different projects lined up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just, we're all just kind of sitting here waiting on new information to come out and in some news, mm-hmm. uh, on when, mm-hmm. when they'll actually be available. So mm-hmm. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready well, I love it. the world showcase. So anything that even adds to it, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I think any, the more things that they can add to Epcot, the better, uh, the world showcase has always been my favorite part of Epcot. Also, we know that, you know, future world and all that area over there really needs some attention. So they've got, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and, and things like that that are, that are also coming. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they need some attention on that side of the park as well. And, you know, some new, you know, rides kind of uh, revitalizing the whole thing. I'm, I'm actually excited for the, the space, you know, themed restaurant and stuff, too, to experience mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, that'll be neat. So, yeah, I'm hoping they have a lot of really cool plans that we mm-hmm. just don't have information on yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we know that uh, Remy's will open in 2021, so you can look forward to that this year. All right. December 31st, 2021. First riders <laughs> on board. I hope not. <laughs> Surely it will be New Year's earlier. Eve grand opening. Yeah. <laughs> that gives them a little flexibility, I guess. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, when we, when we know, you'll know. We'll <laughs> we will let you know if we find out anything. So, Well, does that wrap up our romantic adventures? That's it. Romantic adventures for two. All right. Did you pick out which one you want to do? Oh, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of them are booked and some of them aren't available anymore. So we may just have to go to the mountains again. Yeah. Well, that's fine too. Okay. We've been there many times and it's right. always a nice getaway. All right. Well, then you tell them what we're doing next week. I'm going to go book a cabin here real quick. <laughs> okay. So next week we're looking forward to spring break and we're going to talk about beach destinations. Oh, okay. Beach destinations. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Some beach can be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Beaches. So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about... Okay. All right. Yeah. We're going to tell you about the top beaches in the U.S. So really? to help All you right. plan for that spring break. All right. Did you, did you go to a lot of beaches growing up? Some. Not a whole lot, but yeah. some. Yeah. I'm redheaded. I will literally burst into flames mm-hmm. <laughs> spontaneously. Mm-hmm. So... That'll be a fun conversation, though. <laughs> All, right. All right, so we'll talk about some beach resorts. All right, so we'll thank, want to thank everybody for joining us and listening to this week's show, and uh, hopefully you got some ideas for your Valentine's or, you know, anniversary getaway or just, you know, a long weekend where you can boot the kids somewhere and just, you know, get off by yourself and enjoy each other. Uh, you know, it's it's important to... We spend so much time with the kids, it's important to kind of get away and, and spend some quality time just on a date or on a long weekend or something like that, right? So, mm-hmm. so 
take the time, find some time, and get out there and just kind of get away. Um, if you've got any questions about anything we've talked about today, any of the destinations or locations we talked about, we'd be happy to answer any questions that we possibly can. If it's something we can help you to, uh, to book and plan for you, we'd be happy to do that as well. So you can email us any questions to jason at lamplightadventures.com or... Lacey at lamplightadventures.com. And just let us know anything we can do to help plan your next uh, family adventure or romantic getaway for two. So thanks for listening to this week's show. And until next week, uh, everybody have a great week. And we'll see you next time on the Adventure Post. Goodbye. Bye.